Well, Welcome to Blended Imperfectly with Pete and Mina. Um, we just wanted to start off this episode. This is our second episode, but wanted to start off the episode with uh, gratitude uh, and an extreme thank you to all of our family and friends and our newfound followers. It's really been amazing just to see the feedback that we've been getting. Um, and just just to see the response has been really incredible. And we're like really floored and happy, right? I mean, like oh, everybody's sense. like personal friends have been hitting us, you know, just directly on the side. And then we've gotten a lot of positive feedback from people we don't even know and all over the place. So we just want to say thank you and just to continue to, you know, sharing it with your friends and your family with people who you think might like it even people that you think that might not like it might actually like it um and we just hope to be getting better and better this week and going forward so uh just continue to uh share it and um you know uh let's get into this so you know what i wanted to talk about is We've actually been like marketing and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I've been reading articles about like what can we do to get like podcast engagement because why the hell does anybody want to listen to us, right? Who the hell are we? So one of the suggestions that I read on this article was like, oh, you know, get involved, go on Facebook or go on, you know, like become a part of these groups and start engaging or whatever to promote your podcast. So I went on, you know... uh, Anybody who knows me knows that what I'm about to say next, you know that this was a bad idea. So I go on to these Facebook groups, right? Facebook. Facebook. I said Facebook. Sounds like you said Facebook. I said these Facebook groups. Anyway, so I go on to these Facebook groups and like they're like blended families and step families or whatever. And Jesus Christ. It is like the breeding ground for everyone who is miserable, everyone who wants to talk shit. And it's mostly, it's mostly women, of course. And I hate to be like a, a, a like to, a, to, to criticize and to be critical of my own gender. But it's like mostly these women that are complaining about their, their, uh, their husband well their their stepchild's mom and but and the thing is is that they have all these acronyms that i had to figure out right so bm it was like baby's mom or maybe i might have been biological mom i don't know but like okay everybody knows no 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 but it's like all different kinds of people so i don't know if it was like baby's mom or whatever but so then like okay let me let me ask you a question what's ss12 ss12 uh-huh if you were to see ss12 uh, stepsister one and two. No, stepson twelve. So, so my stepson twelve years old. So, like that's how they give. Like, I still oh. haven't figured out some of these acronyms. And then some of them were like SK step kid. Anyway, it is a breeding ground for miserable how ass about people. STD. 13. Okay. <laughs> I know what that is. That's something. No, wrong. so like, okay, okay. Put it this way: like these people, either they have no friends. Or they're like, they want so much freaking attention. One of them literally was, and I'm not even going to shout out the group because like I tried to promote our podcast on there and they promptly took that shit down. So whatever, F y'all. But one of them was like, this. there was this one post, there was this, this woman, she was like, so I've been divorced for three years and you know, my ex-husband is now with this new person. They've only been together for like a month. And he's bringing my son around her. And she's got... From what I can see, she's got kids too. And and it doesn't seem like she's in relationships for long. But they're talking about already having kids. I'm like, first of all, you already sound crazy. <laughs> like, what 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 is the advice that you want? There was like no real question. But I'm just like, why are you going on to your ex's Facebook page? You say you don't care. But you clearly do care. Three years have passed. Emotions should not be raw anymore. Like, 
what the fuck is your problem? So anyway, so there's just, I just, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. So I'm going to rely on all of you who are already listening to continue to share. We'll try to figure out some other marketing techniques or whatever though. But these groups are just not for me. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then a lot of these people also are like, they want for you to tell you what they want to hear. Right? So it's like, validate me. And if you say like, maybe you should just mind your fucking business. It's like, you don't know what I'm going through. So I'm like... I, I don't, I can't, I don't. Can I interject? Yes, you can, babe. I just would like to sidebar. All this is coming from a woman who has been kicked out of three mom groups or more. Yes. But wanting yes. to. It was like, no, let's back up though. Don't, don't try to play me. It's I, not like I, I wanted to stay in the groups. I knew what to do to get myself kicked out because I was fed up with it. So yes. I have Not necessarily Yes, true. yes. Sometimes yes. you got kicked out prematurely before you because uh, you there was times when you ranted to me like I didn't get a chance to really go I was getting ready to go in and I noticed I wasn't in the group no more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I would like to say I, I talk shit about those mom groups all the time. No cap as these young kids say. Real talk. But I would have to say she has at least Received one good thing out of those mom groups. We have a big shout out to my friend Francis Cotto Jones. <laughs> yes, right. That's yes. right. I was about to say Francis. That's my sis Back right there. Up. That's my sis right there. My bro Val. Yo, I got those recipes for you. All, all them drinks we were talking about. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, of course that's obviously a big weird shout thing. out. The only good thing that came out of those mom groups was them. Exactly. Another blended family. Weird thing to shout out that like I have like one of my really really good friends and like my baby sister not that she doesn't have any other sisters or whatever but like we formed a bond over wine so that was great and uh francis is probably the one and only good thing to come out of any group (laughs) so and we're happy to know her um so that was uh one of the things that i guess i wanted to talk about as far as like the marketing or whatever and, and, and what we're doing as we're trying to grow but so we do have um we want for everybody to follow us on instagram and Twitter. We just launched our website. It's blendedimperfectly.com. I don't know why it took me so long to get out there. Um, and we also have a Facebook group page, which uh, there's been some weird stuff happening. Facebook group page? No, just a Facebook, oh, a Facebook page. It's a group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I guess it's a group, group page. fan page. Fan page, whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess there's, you know what? Yeah, so, you know, you can interact with us through there, send us a message. Some people have been sending us private messages. Um, I got a message. I was trying to look it up, man. There's this guy from Ghana. Was it Ghana? Yeah, it was from Ghana. <laughs> this dude from Ghana. A lot of I engagement guess. from Ghana, too. So yeah, shout yeah. out to Ghana. Uh, Ghana's been heavy engaging, and definitely we got a few messages from Ghana. But there's one particular The first message we got, I forgot dude's name, Kobe, or Kobe, or Kim, whatever. He hit, it was a, a button that said, if you want to know more, you just you know hit or you ask. You want something, whatever, whatever. Yeah, that's immaterial to the conversation. Though. Yeah, but, but, anyways, but he said, um, so his, was his, question, question his question was, how do I get a girlfriend? I'm like, oh. I'm not responding to this. So of course, how do he, I get a girlfriend? And I noticed, I didn't know if she, if you saw it. That's I, probably you, cause you didn't tell me. Well, because we're both administrators on the page. So, yeah, so I'm like. How do you get a girlfriend? I'm glad you didn't respond. That's my dude. I respond to the men. You respond to the females. I'm not responding roll. to crap like that. Yeah, but I respond to everything. I know. That's how I, I respond to everybody. I don't care who it is. If I don't respond to you, it's probably because I'm asleep or I'm preoccupied, but I'll respond to you as soon as I get back. Yeah, but so the, but, but we anyway, had asked a specific question, and he was asking something completely different. Yeah, he said, so. how do I get a girlfriend? <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll answer this. Yo, hit a bar, buy a drink. Ask for a number, go on a date, see what happens. He goes, well, I want an American girl. I want to marry an American girl. I said, well, damn, that's a, well, I'm guessing you're going to have to take a flight to America <laughs> and do the, follow the same steps. Repeat one to three. And he says, okay, can you help me with a flight to America? So, no. <laughs> We're not helping nobody yeah. with flights to anywhere. So I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but... Follow our page, subscribe <laughs> to right. us, and um, we'll be we airing another like episode. Share, you know, <laughs> I mean, what the we hell? We didn't respond yet to that part, but it was hilarious. I'm saying we're not buying tickets, man. We ain't, we ain't got like that. 
No, I mean, you know, may maybe if we blow up like that. So you know what? You know who you are. If you if you get all of Ghana <laughs> to listen, like, subscri subscribe, rate, sure. You know, I mean, even half a gun I'll take, you know, but you Just know, let, let, let your peeps know and then uh, show us your statistics and who you know and whatnot or whatever. We'll see what we can do about getting you on that flight. I mean, I'll use my miles. I mean, we, we, we got, uh, <laughs> we got airline miles. I ain't got no miles for that. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So, um, there was something that someone had, uh, uh, hit me about. Um, when we were talking about blended families last week and we touched on a few of them and there was one of them that I really wanted to uh, take a quick second to talk about another kind of blended family and um, also to bring awareness to something. So another kind of blended family that we've that we all know about are obviously foster families and you have these people who take in these foster children and sometimes it works out and we'd love to hear those stories. And a lot of times, unfortunately, we hear about the stories where it doesn't work out. And uh, actually, a friend of ours, a really good friend of ours, Eric, had posted something on his Instagram. And it was a meme. And it was going, it's, it's going viral right now. And it says, uh, if you are getting rid of any kind of luggage, do not take it to Goodwill. Clean it up and drop it off at your local foster care agency. Foster kids are often asked to transport their belongings from place to place in a trash bag. I don't ask you to share often, but if enough share, we can help just a little bit with the self-esteem of these young people. Just a thought as we get closer to our spring cleaning. So I said to myself, is this really true? Because it seems like a nice concept, right? So I said, is this really true? So I did the research for you guys so you don't have to, you know, worry about if it is true. I called a few foster care agencies and it is indeed true. So and even if you Google it yourself, you don't believe me. A few articles come up and they and they like in West Virginia and Texas and what have you. There are um, places that do accept these um, suitcases. So I, I would say, you know, if you are cleaning up and everything like that or whatever, definitely do uh, donate and there is another campaign it's called comfortcases.org and it was this this it's this man he's a former foster kid and he started this organization because when he had aged out of foster care he was with plastic bags and he wound up becoming homeless so they create these um, care packages for kids in foster care that include uh, a bag and you know depending on the age it might be like a stuffed animal for them to hug and like toiletries and stuff like that so it's a really really good organization that I would say that if you have the time to donate even if it's five dollars to this organize, organization it's it's a worthy cause you do have kids who age out of foster care or even you know and they don't find their quote-unquote forever homes I hate to sound like pets or anything like that and maybe they're going to college or whatever but it's good for them to have these kinds of things so I wanted to highlight an organization that is really doing great work in the community and we will post that to our Instagram and so our they, other sites yeah that's a sad situation man to hear about that but yeah so um you ready to get into it or uh what babe uh, you know what's funny no, I just realized tell me what's funny babe. <laughs> I like to laugh we never called each other babe until there was this one couple that was like hey you wanna eat babe you want me to change baby diaper, babe? Babe, 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 babe. And now that's all we do now because it started off as a joke when we yeah, were joking yeah, yeah. about these people. Actually, it was annoying at first. It was super About them, annoying. like, look at these doofuses. Babe, 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 babe. And so we used to say it as a joke till it got to the point where we calling each other babe so much that my daughter thinks that that's my name. <laughs> so Somebody cute. says, babe, no, that's my daddy. What's daddy's name? She goes, what's daddy's name? Babe. And if we call her babe, she's like, I'm not babe, daddy babe. So, ah, oh, man, how did we break that habit? I gotta go back, man. I don't know, it was hilarious. Find another joke. Okay. So, um, in keeping with, uh, the people, um, the, engaging us. The so, we've actually gotten some emails. And, um, so, since we've gotten some emails about some questions about who we are as a couple and stuff like that, we'll try to pick one a week if the answer if the questions keep coming for us to sort of uh, answer your questions so that you guys can get to know us a little bit um, 
more. So one of the questions that we got asked, it was almost like, you know, they say opposites attract. This was a few questions, so I'm just going to, like, put it together. Just want to say we don't delete our emails. <laughs> Pete, really? That's it. That's really? it. Go ahead, babe. Okay. Just say they want to hear us. All right. Don't, so, don't no, nobody wants to hear that. Keep everything um, on record. So people say that opposites attract. So um, I had a few people that wanted to know how are you and I alike and how we are different different so we had this conversation earlier and i think that the best way for us to explain how we're alike versus how we're different uh don't mind that is the refrigerator that is downstairs um is uh to talk what do we want to tackle first we want to talk about our similarities or we'll we talk about short one we want to do the long story first what do you think short or long first Long one first? Really? Alright. So you want to see... I think I thought it would be better to see the differences of how we all... How we react differently in certain situations. And how we act probably kind of... Like how... There might be a situation that you might overreact and really... Like... What WTF is going on? Are you serious? So Versus a situation where it's like, oh shit, maybe we should have chilled out. No, so okay, so then you're you're you're, I guess, drawing on how we're very similar. So to talk about a, a trait, I think that we're we'd be similar in is mm-hmm. I think I would say that you and I are both extremely passionate, but in that regard, you know, sometimes we could be hot-headed and like if it's a situation that involves other people usually it's like if he's hot it's like you know good cop bad cop right if he's hot-headed i'm kind of like babe chill if i'm hot-headed he's like babe chill as usually mostly him but or or maybe i'm just lying to myself i don't know but i think that most times it's one or the other but there was one instance that happened where it was both of us. And I guess we should preface this by saying maybe not my proudest moment. And, and also, it's, 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 it's for entertainment. It is for entertainment. And it's it's one of those, uh, I guess, that we could throw in the segment that uh, you can't make this up. I also have another can't make this up. That was a real short one too, being that this is a long one and this is not actually the official can't make this up, but this is something that you can't make up. It has it has to happen. It ain't gonna be like, oh yo, this nobody makes stuff like okay. this. Okay, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna this is how you we're want gonna me to start want me to start the this story is how we're the same. I'll set the tone. How about that? Maybe we're gonna I guess I I'll set I the tone. Okay. <laughs> so this was quite a few years ago. Quite a few Quite, I would say, because we've been together for twelve years now. We've been married six. I would say this was two. This is. I don't want to say no years. I'm gonna say no time, but it was a while ago. A long, a long time ago. I would say. Okay, so we're living in Brooklyn. I'm not gonna say no time. It was a while ago. We were living in Brooklyn. We were living in Brooklyn at the time. Um, and I had texted Pete and I said, "Hey, you want to go out for dinner tonight or whatever? My treat." And so he goes. I don't remember any of that. I'm not saying that didn't happen. I just say I don't remember how we got to go there. Okay, but get. So sometimes we would like meet up. Like I would take a cab, or we would meet up at a restaurant or whatever. But in this case, like I went home, and then you met me at the house, and then we picked up the car to go to our favorite restaurant, one of our favorite restaurants in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Bogota, which is a Colombian big, restaurant. Big shout out to Bogota. One of my favorite restaurants in Park Slope. Yes, Brooklyn. never had a bad experience. One of my favorite in New York. Food is great. Brunch is great. Oh my gosh. Nothing bad to say about it. So, except for this night. Which well, no, it has nothing to has do, nothing with, to do with, with Bogota. So, I was on my way there. That's the sad thing. So, we get to the house, get in the car, drive to Bogota. Driving to Bogota. Yeah, so we, and, and the thing is, is that we don't really, like, we hated freaking going out anyway, because coming back, would the parking would be hard. It's Brooklyn. So, imagine the parking even at Bogota, because Bogota is on what avenue? Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue. So, 
we get to Bogota and we notice that there's parking like one block, one short block away. Because it was on the same as, as Nona's, right? Actually, the block was, it was like a, about more than two blocks away because it was like almost diagonally across the street from 205th or was the next block yeah, over. So it doesn't even, but, but this is the thing. This I, I feel like people who don't live in the city, you hear two blocks and they're like, oh my God, like nobody likes to walk. But for us, like five blocks, it's like, oh wow, that's close. So we're about two blocks away. We find a parking spot that was one spot from the light on the right hand side. So then Pete goes to parallel park into the spot. And the light was red. Hold Go on, ahead. Hold on, hold on. No, so as I'm approaching, I see the the spot. So I pull up in front of the spot so I could parallel park reverse into it. But as I pull up, the dude behind me just runs up on me like the light was green already, whatever. So I, I stopped and stopped. I couldn't go back. So I stopped. He stopped. Light's red. I'm like, now nah, I got to wait for this jerk to go around. I got to wait for this jerk to go around so I can reverse park. So he's there. I'm there. Now we're waiting. We're chilling. The light changes to green. I automatically put the car in reverse. As I put it in reverse and get ready to go back, the dude automatically goes to go around the car. See, like, to go around, like, like, I guess, like, mad that I'm going reverse or whatever. And rubbed me as he was going around. Rubbed, rubbed my bumper. Rubbed the front yes, driver's side the, button. Yes, bumper. rubbed my bumper with the back of his bumper. With the rear of his. So I, I get out. He stops the car in front of me. I get out. I'm pissed. I look I look at it. I say to myself, you know what? I just want to go eat. I'm hungry. I want to chill. I know I'm enjoying myself. I looked at it. I saw some black scuff marks. I said, not that serious. The dude said, oh, I hit his car. He's, I did it to him. He started blaming us. Are you crazy? You, okay, she wants to go now. So then, he's freaking beefing. Now, mind you, he rubbed up. Like, there was no reason why he couldn't he, wait for you to fault. parallel park into the spot. Fault. The signal was on. You were parallel parking. He was trying to rush. The light did not turn green. The light was still red. Because then... When you parallel parked in and he rubbed and he pulls over on the side, he jumps out of the car. And I'm saying to myself, like, why is he acting like we did something wrong? Like, you're in the wrong. So he gets out the car or whatever. And like Pete said, he looks at it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just trying to see what the fuck is this guy even trying to do? Right? So he comes over. He's beefing. Right? So he takes out his iPhone and this was probably around when it was like maybe the iPhone two or three. Like that's how long ago it was. And he starts taking out his phone and starts taking pictures of our car and his car. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I'm like, I take my phone and I'm like, you want to take pictures? I can take pictures too, right? So I start taking pictures of his car, but then I'm getting like incensed because he's taking pictures of our car and we're not even the ones that are wrong. So I, uh, I grabbed his phone out of his hand and then I ran over, I walked over to our car, opened up the car door there's exchange words being exchanged on the other side and I throw the phone into the car. Now, your perspective, what happened in between that time? Anyway As like I said, I started I they they went around, I was gonna go back. He rubbed my joint, I saw it, even he's I reversed, I still go in and he starts taking pictures, whatever. She comes out beefing. She gets mad. And he's taking pictures. She starts taking pictures like, Oh, you take pictures? I take pictures too. I said all that already. Okay, well, so what? Now I'm going. <laughs> this is my story. Don't worry about it. I didn't say nothing to you when you spoke. Don't say nothing when I'm speaking. Now. Beefing about uh, And she's taking pictures. And I'm just like, yo, come on. This, let's go. She grabs dude's phone. She goes around the car. Throws it in the phone. Slums, slams the door closed. I'm like, oh, man, this dude's like, oh, get my phone, see, yo, dude, just get out of here. Those are closed. I say, yo, I said, give him his phone. Give him, I'm saying myself, I don't want to have to hurt somebody. Give him his phone. Let's so get out of here. So then there's this lady, in. there's this lady that comes out and she says, don't worry about it. I saw the whole thing because the dude was on the phone before I grabbed his phone with 911, like they were going to come. And so... That's when I took his phone, I think, so, and I threw it in the car. But she was like, don't worry about it. I saw the whole thing. 
there's a bunch of people gathering on the street. They all saw the, the whole thing. They're on our side. So she said, the whole crossover, they come, we're your witnesses. I say, yo, just open the door, give this dude his phone, get in the car. Give this dude his phone, just get in the car. And I'm like, no. She's not listening. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm not giving angry. him his phone. I said, I might have said some bad words. I said, give him his phone. She finally grabbed the phone out the car. Like, she was going to give it to him. She flung the phone down the block to the corner. Broke the phone. It was one of those first sensitive small iPhones. Thank you for giving my, my climactic uh, point. So, yes, I, I, know, I reached I into the car. I reached into the car, grabbed the phone out, said to the guy, you want your freaking phone? You want your fucking phone? <laughs> and then, I, I mean, I was like, like Derek Jeter at second base, you know what I'm saying? Not really, but I tossed that shit and it shattered, and he was pissed. More and like you I kind of felt remorseful, then I didn't. <laughs> and so then I'm saying to myself, "All right, things are spiraling out of control. <laughs> things are out of hand." So I said, "So I finally listen, and I get in the car." To top it all off. I'm dude, sorry. No wait. Dude was a little inebriated. He was extremely. This is the driver. This was the driver. At first, I always thought it was one guy. It was the driver. He was inebriated. Wait. Um, So I forgot because before I threw his phone, the reason why I threw his phone was because he grabbed me by like my shoulder to kind of like push me out of the way. Like he wanted to get into the car and grab the phone. And so I don't know how the hell this happened, but Pete was on the driver's side. And he teletransported from one side of the car to my side of the car and told and grabbed him and said, don't you touch her. Like, don't put your hands on her. And then they started, like, yelling and screaming. And I guess then that was when I was just like, fuck it. Let me just throw his phone. So that, and, and I threw his phone. So, again, not my proudest moment. But um, so then what happened? So now it's like, shit, we, we got to get out of here. Things are getting out of hand. There's... I think there were two other guys in the car, too, right? So they're beefing also with you. One guy, another guy, I think. And so he's like, Pete is like, come on, we got to go, we got to go. He's standing up against the door, and he's telling the guy, the guy keeps coming at him, and he, he's telling the guy, back up, I don't want to hurt you, back up, and I'll let you tell the rest. <laughs> anyway, she goes in the car, grabs the phone, I don't know what happened. She flings it. I grew up watching a lot of Dukes of Hazard, Knight Rider, and all those cop things. So when I got how I got to the other side, I slid across the hood. That's all I think I did. That's all you I slid across the hood. I think wait, 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 I wait. slid across the hood. <laughs> she slid the hood and slid from one side to the other. That's why I felt. Like, that's what I felt like I did, and that's all I can when remember. When he touched me, that's when you. When he got close to you, bumped you when he was going to trying to get to the car to get his um. Try to get his um phone. Phone, yes. Yeah, yeah I was like Jason Statham from, from Tele the Transporter or Daniel Craig, 007, Casino Royale, Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible. <laughs> I, it was some real like good cop. Lethal what you know, not lethal what bad boy, you know. Okay, so anyway, so you But that's how I felt like I slipped across like you do a bump and more and at the time she used to say I was, I was weird about this. I thought it was something strange. But I used to always drive with... I used to have gloves all the time. Leather gloves. Oh, good Lord. I used to call them my driving gloves. He and, did. And I used to have my... It was kind of wintry that day. I had my it jacket was, on. It was. And it was like I had my puffy jacket on. So I was like, this is good. So I can handle a couple more guys. And I remember all that shit was happening. And I said, all right, just get in the car. Get it. She finally get in the car. I tried to back him off. He wasn't backing off. I tried to back him off again. Then I put my gloves on. <laughs> I Safe to say... We ain't got to go into details, but after one-two combination, he was changing the truck's muffler in front of me, <laughs> changing the oil, I don't know, the muffler that he was in the back, that's it, then his boy came out from the back, I hit him once, boom, I said, you want some too, that was it, it was over, we tried to disperse. Yes, because now, at this point, the cops are called, and we're like, And I was saying to myself, the lady already said she was on our side and all this now all of a sudden looks like I'm the aggressor, aggressor right? because he hit the floor, the other guy backed him off. And it was like, not my proudest moment either, but I felt kind of good because I was saying to myself, yeah, yeah, she could tell her dad this. <laughs> That's you know, right. Dude bumped so, me. This is what he did. So, and I was thinking like that. So anyway. So we jump in the car. Jump in the car, try to get out. This dude jumps on the hood. 
and grabs the windshield. Grabs into the grabs the windshield wiper, trying to hold on. Oh my god! So like, he wasn't let me leave. Had to like swerve and then swerve again. And I also grabbed it the little like, bat. It was like Night of the Living Dead, like had, trying to get zombies off of the car. I had my little souvenir bat from Met, um, City Field. My little Mets one was orange. I pulled it out. So as I was swerving back and forth, I was trying to rock him a little bit. <laughs> he finally let go or fell off or whatever it was, and I bounced. And I always like to say, um, on the way home on the BQE, I had to hit my pops because the car was registered. His name is his car, I guess. Yeah, so we had to call both of our dads who were in law enforcement to just be like, Yo, just in case just you hear anything, listen out. This is what let happened. us know. Hopefully, you know, nobody comes knocking license. on the door. We'll call you. Um, this is what happened. Ish. Safe to say, didn't nothing came out of it. I guess they sobered up and they probably felt remorseful. And um, I mean, if the cops showed up, they would have known that the driver was inebriated. Because, was, I mean, you could, like, his his breath was, like, so strong with alcohol, like, singed in my nose, nose hairs. Made so, look, he made me look good, though. <laughs> I mean, made but... Made me look like Rocky Balboa. But... Or, like, who's a boxer that, that could handle a couple guys? I don't know. I mean, these days, I feel like fucking Tommy from uh, from Power. I mean, he was, like... A one-man mm. army on the last episode, but um, it's like a box guy. I was like, yeah, I was like Tyson. I was like Tyson. So we get home and yeah, Pete was kind of pissed at me though because oh, I kind of, you know, I kind, I, I lost it. I lost it. You I could know? have grilled steak that night, but then yes. it, we ended up having tuna. I mean, yeah, the least I could do was make some tuna sandwiches. But I could tell the you least. one thing, babe. The, 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 the it was that the that night, least. that very night that I knew oh. I'm gonna marry this dude. Oh, <laughs> I had to admit it turned me on. <laughs> What's the girl's name? Henry Hill's wife from Goodfellas. That's, that's your favorite movie. Close and low. I forgot her name. Karen. Karen, Karen Hill. Hill. Karen well, Hill. well, that was her, her. 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 The. I don't know what that actress is. No, of course. Who cares? Karen. In the show. It's Karen. Karen. Movie. I had to admit it turned me on. <laughs> oh boy. So, yeah, so that's where we're similar. <laughs> we're very, very, very similar. That I mean, was, I try so much, like, to keep was, it together, uh, but there are times where, you know, people, the, it wasn't the, well, it wasn't the best night, that's for sure. But, I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't our fault. And that was the shit that pissed me off, because I was like, this isn't our fault. Like, he should be apologetic, like, I'm sorry, you know, maybe, and then we could be like, run your pockets. Maybe you know? if he just maybe it was nothing that a little WD forty couldn't get off. Maybe if he would have took pictures, I would have been like, "What are you taking pictures for? I ain't, you did this, and I, that's all we would have did. Not set nothing. Let him take all the pictures he want, do whatever he wants, and we just would ignore him. He would end up leaving, going home, passed out because he was lit. His boy would have did the same. He would have forgot the next day. We would have went to eat, act like it never happened, go home." I would have rubbed it off probably with some WD-40, some diesel oil, like nothing, because it was just a rub with nothing. And maybe that could have saved everybody. He still would have had his I phone. just didn't want for our insurance to go up. Because... It's going to go up. Yeah, if somebody freaking puts a claim against you or whatever, whether you're there or not, and if they're calling the cops, or like, what if we would have came out? Is too what late. if we would have He still could have put a claim. He didn't put a claim afterwards, and he wrote all our information down. What? He didn't write anything down. It was on his phone, and his phone was broken. So he started writing on a piece of paper. Then he no, he was not writing anything. He was just arguing with us, and then grabbing me, and then you were sliding across the hood like Deuce of Hazard. Safe to say, she got rid of evidence. Got rid of evidence. Saved us an upgrade on our premium. Oh, good lord! I mean, yeah. So, you know, again, we try to be. I try to be calm, but that was just like I he was wasn't just, trying to. I was the whole time. I was like, just be quiet, chill. He so did. what? He was. And if anybody Give knows Pete, phone, Pete is the last Let's person. Go. But you're the last person. Yeah, who was I was like, hungry. Calm. I wanted. I hungry yo, too. I wanted some wings. Oh God, these fucking was it the wings, wings again. there? They don't have. Oh. I don't think they have wings there. I don't think you've ever but had wings no, there. Blue ribbons wings. Remember those wings, and you put them on a little grill. Yeah, but oh wow, those were awesome. But they have these empanadas, man. Yeah, oh those are only God. Thanksgiving, the special. The Thanksgiving the, the turkey ones with the stuffing and the cranberry or whatever. The cranberry, the stuffing, and it's got like feta cheese. Oh, I miss They had a pomegranate that. jalapeno um, margarita. Yeah. Bread. Oh, that was oh my God. They're coconut mojitos. Oh, my God. So, anyway, can you tell that we miss Brooklyn? I love Bogota. Oh, my God. Blue so Ribbon. do I. So, 
Yeah, so that's a true. Well, so. it's a story that um. Well, that's that's. I guess that's just tells us how uh, similar we are. And so I'm gonna out myself because I don't want for you to try to play me. So this is how we're different, which is not like I, I feel like this is pretty stereotypical, even for me to say. Let me just say I'm not I'm not like squeamish when it comes to like spiders or ants or termites or crap like that. But mice. But yeah, I'm not mice. fucking with mice. You're so scared of mice. I'm not fucking with mice. You are so they're scared. O- of they're mice. okay. I could I could see if they're outside. I'm like, good. This is where you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to be in my house. Rats. I'm not fucking with rats. Even when I'm like in the subway station, you see them. I'm like I, I'm so skeeved out. Why are they in the tracks? They don't bother. Uh, I see them. Yeah. Looking. I, I look uh, for them. I see them. Every time I go in the tracks, I've like, seen oh, them like coming down the stairs. Like, I'm walking down the stairs, just walking with me. I'm like, why? Why? To me, like, it's like I just say, it's so like, yo, I'm disgusting. bored. I wait for a train. Let me see if there's any rats around. It is so disgusting. Oh, and them. you know what's fucked up though? Oh, because shit, got that pizza. You go. Yeah, no, you you weren't there for that. But you go. Have you ever been on the train and like the the train pulls into the station, the door is about to close, and a rat comes on the train? That's happened to me before. And I'm screaming, and everybody's like chilling. And I'm just like, seriously, guys, how are you not freaked out by this? Rats are like different level. Rats, mice, I can't. I'm not. You know, it's with the A train. The A train early in the morning. Rats be on there asking for money. <laughs> anyway, I was on the B train up by um, by uh, the Museum of Natural History because I used to work on the Upper West Side, and a rat just came on the train. Like, hey, so I'm just going for a couple stops or whatever. I'm freaking out, and everybody's just like, yeah, this is Larry. He comes on the train every day. I don't know, whatever. I just, oh, I can't. So how we are uh, completely opposite, obviously, if it has to do with any kind of vermin, let me just say, I grew up, like I said in the last episode, I grew up on Staten Island. I grew up in a house. I didn't grow up in row houses or anything like that. The house was completely separate. So having roaches or water bugs was something that was freaking foreign to me until I moved to Boogie Down, Brooklyn. No, that's the Bronx. <laughs> Brooklyn, yes, don't, my don't bad. Get it Boogie Down, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what's funny. Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> you can't edit that. So, until I moved to fucking Brooklyn. So, this also... That's Sunset, actually. Okay, yeah. So, I, this sunset. was this was about 12 years ago because we hadn't even been together for six months. I was, I was living in this apartment in Sunset, Brooklyn on 42nd Street between 4th and 5th in these brownstone apartments. And I had... It was a Friday afternoon... I went, I picked the kids up from school, came home, you know, riding the trains because I didn't have a car at the time. And I'm like doing the pee-pee dance all the way from the train station to the house. I get to the house, come up the stairs because I'm on the second floor, freaking run inside the house. And I have my phone on me in my back pocket or whatever. And I have to pee so badly, run into the bathroom get there put my phone on like we had like this um these shelves right next to the bathroom where we put our towels put my phone there pull my pants down i'm getting ready it's it's right there and what do i see on the floor and between my feet is a fucking water bug on its back looking at me like help me help me yo my urine went right back up into my bladder. I go running out of the bathroom. I leave my phone in the bathroom and I'm like, oh my God. I only have, you know, like there's only one bathroom. I live by my, I don't have any, I don't have any men. I'm not living with nobody or whatever. And I'm not saying that I like to rely on anybody, but for shit like this, I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Zani, I think she was probably about seven or eight years old at the time. And I had gotten her a cell phone so that I can get in co- contact with her when she was with her dad. So she had, yeah, she's about seven. She was seven. And uh, yeah, she was seven. You're right. She's she seven, seven years old. And I'm like, Zani, give me your phone. <laughs> so 
So she gives me her phone. And and the thing is, is that like the I, I'm surprised. I'm like so proud of myself that I actually remembered your number because like smartphones make you dumb. You don't remember anybody's telephone number. But the Lord Jesus came down and put it in my brain. <laughs> And was like, you know his number. So no, no, I like call that. Pete. <laughs> she was really on hot. She said, I'll never forget nothing about this guy ever. <laughs> she memorized it the first day she got So I call Pete from Zani's phone. And then what happens? So anyway, <clears throat> I forgot what was going on that day. But for some reason, my dad was like, yo, you want to go to Best Buy? That he wanted to look... Um, he was thinking about buying a TV, a new TV or something. So he wanted to check out a TV and want me to go with him. So I jumped in a car with him and my mom. And, you know, because she's the boss. He, he's going to pay for it. And he'll really decide, pick a few of what he wants. But she makes the final decision. She even picks his clothes and shit to wear at holidays or during the week. They, and they match. Yeah, she makes sure he matches. <laughs> no, but, not, they, but just, they match together. Yeah, that's too. what I'm saying. She makes sure he matches her. Because <laughs> this is her thing. She goes, if not, he'll just wear Mets or Jet stuff all day. So anyway, I'm there and I get a phone call. I'm looking at my, on my phone. I'm looking. Who's this? This is a weird number. I almost, I almost didn't answer it. So but I the Lord my, Jesus came down and said, answer it. Talk to me just answer and see who this is. Like, this is weird. So I pick up. I said, hello? And she goes, hey. And I was like, at first, oh, who's this? Or is this me? I was like, why are you calling me from this phone? Whose phone is this? And I'm like, what phone. does it matter? It's I'm phone. My phone is in the bathroom. Okay, what's you. the problem? I said, what's the problem? She goes, I went to the bathroom. There was a water bug in the bathroom. I can't. I left my phone in there. I ran out. I said, okay, is it still there? She goes, yeah, it was on his back. I said, it's on his back. You could have used the bathroom and walked out and still be on his back. Hell no. She said, hell no, I'm going in there. I, I, I need to do something. I said, well, why don't you get a bowl or something that you don't really care about, put it over it, then it can't go nowhere. Now, this is how you know you he's out. a Brooklyn-ass dude. Why am I going to put my bowls on a fucking bug? I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> I'm not putting a bowl over by the way, the reason why we're laughing right now is because Pete was doing a physical reenactment with his phone to his ear as if this was actually I'm really happening. I'm saying to myself, like, why? who am I talking to now? I'm gonna, I'm like, oh. Anyway, so I'm like, what's going on? And she goes, no, I need you to come. Can you come over here and get it? So I was like, I said, all right, all right, I'll be right there. So I hang up. My mom and my dad, they're right there. And he's like, what's going on? What's up? My mom was like, what happened? So like, my dad said, dad, can you take me to... um?" Uh, Mina's house. Remember that girl I was talking, I was talking to, I told you about that. We just started really talking to each other. I think we were together maybe three months. Maybe not even, point. maybe not even, yeah, around that maybe. Yeah, around that. That's, that's, so my parents didn't really know who she was. Then nothing much really. So I was like, uh, all, I need to get a ride there. You already fell in love with me though. I said, I need a ride. She go, I said, you take me over there real quick? I just gotta, I said, do something. I said, what happened? I said, she said there's a water bug in the bathroom, and, and she got to use the bathroom. She wants me to go ahead and kill it. My mom was like, why she don't just step on it? Oh, my God. Now the tissue, grab it and flush it. I was like, oh, I don't know, Mom. I don't want my hand coming. And like, my mom started laughing. So I end up going over there. I go way over there. I get a napkin, grab it, throw it in the toilet, and flush it. Yes. That was, was it. She used the bathroom. She got her phone back. A lot of missed calls. It would have been an emergency and you called her at that time and she didn't call you. I, I, felt, like, I felt like Cameron and, and Ferris Bueller when he fell into the pool. Like, Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. I swear to God. I was, I, I, that was I couldn't. Crazy. My yeah. mom, till this day. And well, I remember no, 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 no. Let me tell this one. So what's funny is that probably about a year or two ago. I was talk. We would. I think we had like an event. Maybe we had a barbecue or something like that. And I was like, nothing has changed from twelve years ago. I still. I'm not fucking with water bugs. And we were talking about how, you know, we don't like vermin. And I was just like, man, I just can't deal with this. So she was like, yeah, but you're probably not as bad. Pete was talking to some girl like a while ago, like a long time ago. And, you know, don't you know she called him to, like, kill a water bug for her? I was like, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) That was you? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. She felt so bad. But I was like, I don't care. I have no qualms about. Look, look, I'm from Staten Island. We don't have freaking water bugs out there. I swear to God. We have What do we have? Big rats. Where? 
They walk on two feet. Long. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, okay, whatever. But no, look, my excuse is we don't have shit like that out there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We don't have uh, water bugs on Staten Island. That's if Staten Island is such a great place to live. But of all the things that we have, I never freaking had to experience water bugs. I apologize for nothing. So, yes, I'm squeamish. No, and that's totally like a. a I can't a, say I've seen water bugs out there. A cliche thing to say, like. What do you have out there, though? Signs. Not bugs. water bugs. So you could say a lot of things. Have roaches though. I think yeah, there's roaches like roaches. in like the like three projects that are on Staten Island, probably, but not like in houses because we don't have like like brownstones or anything like that. Maybe now that because it's like a lot of building. Anyway, it doesn't even matter. Point is, I didn't grow up with freaking water bugs. I wasn't no, ready for that shit. Yeah, you didn't grow up with them in your house, you're saying, your home. Or period. I've never seen that. them. i never seen them until I went to the city. Never. Or like, you know, like if you're like in Texas the only or Puerto time Rico seen or growing up, I, And those motherfuckers fly too. And that's the other thing too. Like, like they're unpredictable. They don't fly like in a normal freaking... Oh, God, I can't. That's nothing. Uh, I'm getting the chance. I used to go to Florida every summer and that's nothing that's over there. Like over, yeah, over there. Yeah, and like the, the palmettos because those are yeah, palmetto bugs. Giant, but yeah, same thing. It's just giant roaches. They fly. Oh, it's oh, Yo, I can't. All right, we're going to move on. Over here. Move on. In New York, wherever in Brooklyn, I used to see them. The only time I ever saw them was like in people's basements. I guess to the moisture and all that. Yeah, but we had like, I had, we lived in a house. It was super old. It was over a hundred years old when we lived in the house and it was very drafty and we used to get floods in our basement and we never had water bugs. Mm. So Mm. that was out of all the bad things that go down on Staten Island. That was one of the things like God said, you know what? People get locusts, you know, (laughs) whatever. So yeah, that's it. So that, that's, that's a, Differences and similarities. So let's move on to the next segment before I freaking totally get freaked out. Um, so we had posted a question on our social media platforms um, that I thought that was really interesting because uh, as I prefaced it there, you know, we try to raise our kids, but we don't lie to them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell no, we don't lie. I mean, we try to like, you know, but every once in a while, every parent comes through, you know, they they pull out Santa Claus in July. I have, um, you know, the Tooth Fairy and stuff like that. But beyond that, you know, like, I, I, I brought up this question because a few days ago, I wanted to give the baby a bath. And I'm like, Lena, let's go. It's time to take a bath. It's bedtime. Let's go. So she's like, no, I'm busy. Because she's, she's good for telling me she's busy. Like, look, if you're like that little kid on YouTube making $23 million a year, yes, you're busy. But no, you're not making that much. So I'm going to need for you to take a bath. But she, no, she's so busy, she couldn't take a bath. So I said, Lena, I said, you know what? It's, it's really unfortunate for you because your butt's going to fall off if you don't take a bath. <laughs> and so she grabs up all of her like bath toys and runs upstairs and jumps into the bathtub before the water is even like filled in the bathtub. So I wanted to ask you and uh, you know, we both can answer, but I wanted to ask you what may have been a lie that your parents told you as a child and you believed and you grew up and then later found out that it wasn't true. You have the floor. Oh me? Yes, I'll you. Myself, Who am I talking to? Exactly. I'll say myself. I'm why looking is right at you. Are you like, like this? Like they're gonna ask something. I'm and talking my head, to you. I'm like, what a doofus. <laughs> and then she looked. You're the doofus. Then she looked at me, and I was like, okay, and, and oh. okay. So yeah. what lie? Damn. Hmm. Well, it's safe to say, as far as parents go, my dad worked a lot of, uh, messed up hours, kind of, during the peak years. So, most of my free time, or the time outside of school was my mom. So, that means my mom would be the one that have lied. My mom used to lie a lot. You call your mom a liar? No, not like a liar. No, no shade, <laughs> mom. <laughs> you said- I like you're a liar, a liar, a liar. liar. Like you lie, but you know you're the one that would say these 
you know, type of lies to your kids, like, don't swallow watermelon seeds, you're going to grow a watermelon tree, uh, you know, you will be the one because you're around the most, she used to make up, sometimes she's just, and if she didn't want to lie, or didn't want to tell the truth, or maybe just didn't have an answer, then she just don't want to talk about it and say, ask your dad. <laughs> okay. So, so, do you have anything specifically? Damn. Uh, well, you know, I guess, and it runs in the family, because I remember my grandfather used to lie, too, sometimes, and make up lies, which is my mom's dad. Rest <laughs> in peace. I love my grandpa. Oh my he was the best. God. This is my guy. He's like, and my uncle from my mom's side. He used to say, he's not even around no more, either much i don't see him but he used to say and both of them lied about the same thing but it was different lies and um elaborate ah oh, man well when i was a teenager i don't know for what reason why this came out it wasn't like i gave them reason to make up this story or even come at me like this whatever but they used to say if you do certain things you're gonna go blind or your hands will get, you grow hair in your palm or whatever. If you masturbate? I, I, they, I didn't say that word and I didn't say that either. I was saying, <laughs> you're, you're, that's what I was like to say, I still have 20-20 vision. <laughs> I have no hair in my palm, so I know they were lying. That's for sure. And I see my boys, they don't have no hair in their palms either. One of them wears glasses, though. What? Do they both oh, wear glasses? Oh, okay. You're so One ridiculous. of them wears glasses, probably has better vision, worse vision than the other, so we might have a problem. But I'm saying... They lied there. My mom said a couple other lies too. I'm trying to figure out. But, um, ah, not really major, really crazy. I can remember. Because, you know, I was, I don't believe nothing anyway. Everything was a lie to me until it wasn't a lie. I don't know. You, you got a good one? I actually do. Not like that typical, you know, hair on your palm stuff. I actually had never heard that until huh? I was like, I oh, don't you know. Did. I, I maybe I heard it like not from my parents. I heard it from like I think it was like a a public service announcement or something like that about public service. Yeah, it was yeah. like a weird thing. It was like a girl in a backpack in front of a locker with a, anyway. A it, girl with a backpack <laughs> in front of a locker. <laughs> commercial That's or something weird. a girl with a backpack about, in front of a locker. and it was about like i don't even know what the, whatever I, I don't know anyway it's, but it's about masturbation obviously i know that though but i don't remember it was like but it was about like i never heard it with regards to women it wasn't it wasn't with what it was like she was talking to a guy and he was like trying to hide his hands because his hands were hairy and like it's like <laughs> Maybe they try to. I'm recalling that was the days of the first memes. Those really teen wolf and he's transforming. And he's like, oh, he's a masturbator. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, now I'm like, I have to look it up because he I swear I'm not palms. lying. I I recall. And my, I don't know. Uh, maybe it was a like show it. and not like a public service I announcement. Guess you can maybe make I'm mixing. Stuff up. I'm mixing things up. But I do. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you a story time now. I'm gonna tell you a story. So. When I was in the first grade, um, well, before I was in the first grade, my mom's godmother, she used to raise, well, she used to, she used to have cats, right? And sometimes her cats, they would mate, they would have litters or whatever, and then she would, you know, give them to people in the neighborhood. And she didn't, she wasn't in our neighborhood or anything like that, though, but she used to also babysit us. So, like, I used to, I was, I remember being really small and begging my parents to have a cat. And it just so happened when I was six years old, I was in the first grade, one of her cats had a litter and I begged my parents and they were like, are you going to take care of the cat? And of course, you know, I said I was, but you know what I mean? What, what can a freaking six year old do? So my oldest brother, poor, poor game was the one cleaning the litter box all the time. But anyway, so we got the cat and the cat's name i named him johnny i named him after this kid whose name was jonathan in my first grade class and pete's over here like oh who cares because pete likes to think that nobody came before him like two of the kids that i had before were immaculately conceived but i had a crush on this kid named jonathan thought i was slick named my cat johnny (laughs) whatever so um anyway so had johnny johnny was the runt of the litter he was like, uh, like I don't know what. So I'm not really like a cat person or anything like that. But he was like gray, with like the black stripes. I don't know. That's not like I don't know if that's like a kind of like 
It's a cat with that great yeah. cat with black stripes. So, but and he had one cross eye, and he was he was so cute. Though. Cross eye cat. Yeah, and he was like super like cool, stripes. man. He was super cool. He was an indoor and outdoor cat, which was great because like we never had mice when we had when we had Jeremy. But um, so anyway, so around fourth grade. How old are you when you're in the fourth grade? Like nine, ten years old? <laughs> Depends if you got left back or not. I never got left back. Sorry, sir. But um, I was always at the head of my class. Um, around like the fourth grade, one day I came home from school and I went and Johnny was hanging out in the basement. Which Johnny? My Johnny. My, my Johnny cat. Oh. So <laughs> I go down there and I see him. And every time he saw me, he goes, meow, meow, like that. And then I, I saw him. And he's walking towards me, but he's like leaning, like almost like he's falling, right? So I panic. And my mom, she was at the time, she was taking night classes. And I went upstairs, I grabbed a towel, I wrapped him in a towel. He was the only one that would like let me pick him up. And I'm like cradling him like a baby. And I'm like, Mom, I don't know what's wrong with him. He can't walk straight. So. She winds up not going to her night class, takes the cat to the bed, comes home, has a conversation with my dad. They talk, they come to me, and they tell me, we're going to have to put the cat to sleep. So, I'm really sad. So, I'm like, alright, going to have to put this cat to sleep or whatever. And I was, you know, going to this private school. Like, for the next week, my teacher, God bless her soul, Miss Bernstein, she let me just, like, sit in the reading nook uh, corner. Her name was Faith Bernstein. Oh, wow. Heritage Academy on Staten Island. Faith Bernstein. Sounds like some made-up name. <laughs> and she like let me, some, like, sit in the corner name. and, like, read books and, like, r- draw pictures of my Johnny Cat because I would, my parents told me I would never be able to see him again because he was going to sleep. And so I was just like, all right, you know, whatever. I guess it is what it is. So, you know, I had it in my mind, but I was like raised in a household where, you know, you had to be seen and not heard. And, you know, you weren't supposed to question authority or anything like that. And I had it in my mind. I always wanted to ask this question, um, you know, but I never had the opportunity. Like it never seemed like the right time. Anytime it came in my head, it was like something was going on or whatever. I had two older brothers, a younger sister. So I was one of four. And, um, flash forward, flash forward, fast forward to the summer that I'm 12 years old and my aunt comes up to stay with us for about two two weeks. She's from North Carolina and, um, I forgot why she came or whatever, but maybe on vacation just to visit us and everything. And my mom would be working and then she would cook dinner so that when my mom came home, my mom wouldn't have to cook. So one day she called me downstairs. So she was like, oh, you know, let's make your mom happy or whatever. Let's clean the kitchen or whatever. Sweep the floor, wipe off the table, set the table. So I'm like, okay, so I'm downstairs and I'm sweeping the floor or whatever. And then this thought comes to my mind again. And so I'm like, you know, now's the perfect time for me to ask my aunt Annette. I'm going to ask her this question that I've always had in my head that I haven't had the opportunity to ask. So I asked her, I said... I said, Annette, you know, I just want to know, my cat Johnny, he's asleep right now. My parents took him to the vet and he's asleep. So how do they feed them? Do they have like a tube that they feed him with? Or like, do they feed him the food and then they have to like physically like help them chew? Like before I could even get all of that out of my mouth. So she goes, what? So I said, my cat Johnny, he's asleep. We had to put him to sleep. So I just want to know, like in my mind, in my 12 year old mind, I had envisioned that they had like all these cats and crates or something like that in the, in the vet's office. And I was saying to myself, it probably makes more sense that they have these tubes that are feeding them. You know what I mean? Cause they're asleep. So like, it, you're not going to wake them up and feed them and then put them, you know? So she goes, honey, your cat is dead. Yo, <laughs> my God, she crushed me. She fucking crushed me. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like. I can't believe my parents lied to me. And this so, is why you don't like cats no more? No, this is not the reason why I don't like now cats you anymore. I want a cat and you don't want a cat. I think I've grown allergic to them. But, so, I decided at that point, I said... Cat trauma. <laughs> no, I said, I'm not talking to my parents. 
And so I just did not talk to my parents for two weeks. But that's the term, putting them to sleep. They, went to sleep, they didn't to sleep. say euthanized. They didn't say, oh, well, we're, you know. I, in my mind, as a kid, I thought that he was just going Take to sleep. Nap. They're going to wake him up later when he feels better. And they didn't freaking say, like, you know, exactly. So, like, no, I just knew I was never going to see him again because he was going to sleep. So I didn't talk to my parents for two weeks. Which I don't even think that they even fucking noticed because I mean I was like, like the very definition of a middle child because nobody cared. I mean my brother like everybody else was just like such problem children. I always like just stayed out of the way. But I didn't talk to my parents for two weeks and nobody noticed. Nobody was like, Hey, are you okay? Is everything good? But mom, dad up in heaven, y'all lied to me. And that was like the most traumatizing thing I'd ever been through in twelve years of my life. My dog, my dad gave away my dog, I remember. And I even he a, gave away, quote, quote, oh, he gave said, away your he dog. He said my dog ran away. <laughs> person was holding my dog, and he ran away from me. I forgot what it was, but we was by Sunset Park. I remember his dad. Blackie. <laughs> Blackie was his name? Was it Blackie? <laughs> well, you guys are really, really creative with your freaking cat's name. I had a white cat, Snowball. Of course, like every other basic Because I had it when he was a, a kitten. It was, and he used to be, she used to always be in a ball and, and just like looked like a snowball. Round. Well, what happened to Snowball? Did she die of natural causes or did you have to put her to sleep? Wow, oh, man, we had a lot of history with animals. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what happened to Snowball. She might have run away. This was in the 80s, so, man, a lot of times cats and dogs, they left your house, they didn't come back. Oh, yes, they supposedly they the left street. your house. They hung out on the street and they stood there, man. There used to be there used to be cat, dog, gang. I used to ride my bike around the block and be scared. I used to be like, these three or four dogs. They hang out together in a that group. That is true. Like Slay in the 80s. All these little mutts that would normally kick around. These dogs were vicious. I was scared of them. They're going at your ankles. Yeah. My brother actually, um, my mom tells a story about how my brother. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. He got, he got like dragged by like a whole, like a, a pack of dogs. And she, she said that she. <laughs> a pack of dogs. Yeah. Funny. She had like, um, she had the double strollers. Cause me and my brother were like, you know, Spanish twins or whatever. We're only like a year apart. So she had, like, the twin stroller. And, like, back in the 80s, they were, like, those big, heavy metal things. She beat the freaking dogs off with that with the stroller. You can't do that shit now with these light strollers, man. Probably, like, crack in half. But she beat the dogs off. Hmm. Maybe that's why he doesn't like dogs. Yes, well, maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's why every time he comes to her house, it's like, yo, man, get this freaking dog off me, man. <laughs> Dogs. And that's he's not scared of them. He just doesn't like them. It's a shit suit. Because we had a dog when we were growing up. She was she was kind of special, but <laughs> but oh man. So anyway, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. We're gonna remind you to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes because that's how we get kind of like pushed up the charts. Listen, like, and follow. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, follow us on our Facebook group, all of the same name, Blended Imperfectly, and our website. our website at blendedimperfectly.com. So, Subscribe. Yes. Follow. Oh, also, um, next week, Valentine's Day, let us know what your plans are. Plans. Because we are actually going to be going to Anthony's Pier... Somewhere in the lower Hudson Valley area for what is going to be a really, really fun night. So shout out night. Shout out to Dexter for sending us that information. Can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. And actually somebody I had seen something um about leap year Valentine's Day being like the women have to do for the men. That's how it's supposed to be. So I mean I thought that was like a pretty cool concept. So maybe like, you know, I mean I'm already it's already taken care of. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, I, special I mean, night. I did see something like that. I thought it was, I was like, oh, okay, you know, that's pretty cool. Take the pressure off the guys for once. For once. I mean, I'm not really a Valentine's Day person, though, but when Dexter sent that to us, I was just like, you know what? This would be cool to go to. He said the food was pretty decent. The music is dope. It's like a dinner and dance and, you know, seems like a lot of fun. So we'll probably be talking about that uh, next week. And, um... Yeah, so we are uh, we're excited to talk about that, and um, 
So you'll be happy to know, obviously, because uh, it's Saturday and we're recording. Uh, we're not, we're, and it's before 12 o'clock. Notice how we haven't spoken about power on this episode. So by the time the next episode comes up, power would have already been aired. So Pete will not spoil it on the podcast, but cannot be guaranteed for his social media platforms. So Bang. sorry for you. They say it's a big, rich town. And we just want to say, as we sign off, remember, before you turn the blender on, put a lid on that bitch. Bye. Adios. (laughs) Okay. Oh, boy.